0: You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Janon right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes, how they all got started in the game, and of course where they are now. So, hey, hey, everybody! What is happening? Uh, I hope everybody's having been having a great day and a great week so far. Uh, personally, um, today's just one of those great days for me. Um, I don't know why, but I, like from the moment I woke up this morning, I've been feeling kind of. Um, kind of uh, lucky, I guess, I don't know why, maybe it's the weather outside, it's so hot and and, and nice outside and, uh, I, you know, sometimes you just have to take a step back from how you usually view your life and just view your own life as a as an outsider, and when you do that, uh, you truly realize how how blessed you honestly are in your life with all the things that you have going on in your life. And sometimes you don't necessarily pay attention to all the little things, you know. And so once you do that, once you do t- take that step uh, outside of outside of your uh, should I say subjectivity circle. You finally realize how how great your life is. And uh, for that reason, I would actually recommend, you know, whoever's listening to this right now, try to do it at least once a week, if not every day. Honestly, it is it is a very humbling uh, moment. And it helps you, pay, like I said, pay attention to the little things that you, you just uh, let, let pass by in your regular life But once you actually do pay attention to those little things You finally, you actually figure out how, how, how good and blessed your life is So, life is good man, in the words of Future and Drake uh, Today's a great day, and uh, listen, uh, the MMA gods have not disappointed us at all now, let me tell you this. Uh, if you he, if he told me last week that by the time that we're recording this week's episode, I'll be saying uh, the following things to you. I'll, I'll tell you, you, you're going crazy. And this is why. Because this is what happened over this past week. So we already know that UFC 251 is coming up, of course. And it is going to be the first ever event on the notorious uh, Fight Island and Abu Dhabi the Fight Island that we've been talking about for many, many episodes for weeks and weeks and weeks. And finally, the wait is about to be over because we are finally about to have a event, uh, or should I say, uh, uh, you know, or, uh, one of the biggest fight cards of the year on this Fight Island, Yaz Island in Abu Dhabi. So, uh, like I said, a lot has actually taken place since last week. First of all, we were, we were initially told that the main event was canceled. Well, why? Because uh it, well, we already did, we already knew that it was going to be between Kamaru Usman, the current Welterweight champion, and the title challenger, Gilbert Burns. However, it was announced that Gilbert Burns has actually uh, contracted COVID-19 and not only him but also two of his uh uh, uh cornermen have also uh, contracted the virus, the coronavirus, and uh, things weren't looking good. And we're also told, like, we're actually seriously told that this fight wasn't going to be... Uh, scheduled against another fighter And that they were just going to hold off For now and just reschedule The fight once Gilbert Burns was Feeling a little bit better and had Completely c- cleared COVID-19 Out of his system So that's what we're told so as as Fans of course as hardcore fans We're really really bummed out uh, the, Not to say that that was the Only uh, fight that was Going to be great on, on this whole UFC 251 fight card Not at all because just looking at the main card of the evening it is honestly stacked like not considering the main event itself it is already stacked so we we still had hope for the card but what happened next honestly surprised many many fans out there and it was the best thing that could possibly happen it it honestly felt like Christmas came a little bit early uh, this year because it was finally announced that Kamaru Usman was still going to be fighting for the main event but this time, he was going to be fighting off against my man, game Bread, Jorge Mospital. And uh, yes, if you have been catching up with the show, you already know how much we appreciate Jorge Mospital on the show, how much we tend to praise him and for me personally he is one of my all time favorite fighters period I don't like I, I know on the show I, I try my best to not get biased when I'm breaking down fights or just talking about the backgrounds of certain fighters but with Gamebred man it's just a different type of feeling and uh, I, I, yeah it's, I'm just gonna leave it there anyway uh, so we, we really really are huge fans of uh, Jorge Masvidal here on the show and when it was announced that Masvidal actually accepted the fight on a six-day short notice that's just unbelievable that's, that tells you how badass of a fighter uh, Jorge Masvidal is I mean who does that against the world champion and especially someone like Kamaru Usman who's who's a, I don't want to say murderer because I, I know some people might just tune in right now and be like oh who, who is she talking about well he's just a really really dangerous fighter he is not someone that you, that you mess around with in a fight, he is the one that, if you like, if a regular person wants to beat in, in the cage, you would have to have at least uh, a good uh, three months to properly train for Kamaru Usman's fighting style and uh, uh, constantly just go through different scenarios of what he might potentially do to you in a fight so that you're completely prepared once you are actually scheduled to fight against him. However, um, and notice that I said regular fighters, because in this case, obviously, Jorge Masvidal ain't no regular fighter. Because if he were, first of all, he wouldn't accept this fight on a sh- on a six-day short notice. But he has. And that, like I said, that just tells you how um, the the mentality, the brawler mentality that he has and never goes away. And uh, honestly, now, real talk, logically speaking, we are not sure how f- actually athletically prepared Jorge Masvidal is. But I feel like he's uh, almost there halfway because, like I said, um, he has that uh, that strong mentality. The fact that he has that much confidence in himself to accept such a fight against uh, a, a dangerous world champion like Kamaru Usman, um, he's halfway there uh, 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 mindset-wise. He has that confident confidence in himself. So now all he has to do is to make sure that, first of all, he doesn't tire himself out while training on, on such a uh, short notice for this upcoming fight. But also, make sh- he, he needs to make sure that he throws the most, uh, um, uh, the most uh, absolutely, like the absolute necessary shots in order to, in order to finish Kamar Usman if he can. So that is how, how uh, like the ideal situation for Jorge Masvidal in order to be successful in this fight against Kamaru Usman but okay listen that was just the preview like just the the, the tip of the iceberg for the breakdown that we're we're actually about to have for this UFC 251 fight card Uh, I just couldn't hold off any longer because like I said I've been really really pumped up for this fight but like I said, uh, that is not the only exciting co- uh, fight that is going to be on this entire UFC 251 fight card. On the coming event, we are going to be having the current featherweight champion, Alexander Volkanovski, defending his uh, newly attained uh, title against the former champion, the blessed Max Holloway. This one's also going to be a great, great fight. And we're also, uh, because we already know the bantamweight um, championship uh, championship belt, excuse me, is vacant at the moment. So we're going to be having the number three contender in the bantamweight division, Piotr Jan, fighting off against the former um, uh, uh, legend, honestly, and fighter in the UFC, Jose Aldo. That's awesome as well. And for our ladies, hello. Yes, we're we're uh going to be having a strawweight bout between two former champions in the strawweight division. So we're finally having Rose Namajunas again, uh, one of my favorites as well. Rose Namajunas is going to be fighting off against the former champion Jessica Andrade, and uh, if you do recall, the two. Uh, fought once before and that was when Rose Namajunas was still the strawweight champion Uh, however, Jessica Andrade uh, with her dominating performance and her uh, absolute strength in the octagon she was able to defeat Rose Namajunas and become the strawweight champion at the time however, things have changed and none of these ladies uh, hold the strawweight title at the moment but it is still very interesting to see how this fight is is going to play out because potentially one of these ladies is going to be next in line for the strawweight title. And we're also going to be having Paige Van Zan fighting against Amanda Ribas. Now let's look at the prelim card. Oh, uh, Volkan Ozimir is also going to be fighting. Who else is going to be fighting? Makwan Emekhani. Emer- and so many other phenomenal fighters are going to be featured on this UFC 251 fight card and just to talk a little bit about uh the the whole I guess arena you should call it for UFC 251 and fight island it is beautiful honestly if you haven't looked at the pictures yet uh they're they're out there online on social media Uh, they're out there everywhere it is beautiful like i said on our previous episode the octagon is going to be uh outdoors it is right at on a beach and uh it's just it gives me such like bruce lee vibes when you think about it like uh especially in enter the dragon this is probably the millionth millionth time that we've talked about this but um you know it is going to be very very unique and uh a, a, for sure a different experience for um for not just the fighters but also the fans and the promoters as well if things go well uh, with the Fight Island, you never really know. Maybe they'll just keep having fights on Fight Island. But uh, yes, it'll all depend on how things play out this Saturday night for UFC 251. So everything you just heard, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that was just a preview of <laughs> what we're going to be having today on the show. Uh, but yes, I'm so, so excited for this upcoming card. And I hope you are as well. And now, finally, without further ado, let's get started. Okay, so let's first talk about the main event of the evening. I mean, how could we not? Because uh, this fight, this this uh, this is a game-changer fight. Uh, prior to this, when we were considering the battle between Kamara Usman and Gilbert Burns, uh, we, like, it was an exciting fight, don't get me wrong, but um, I, I feel like... It, it was it was gonna be a different fight for sure than how it's uh, gonna be on Saturday night between Mosbado and Kamaru Usman, and this is why because Gilbert Gilbert Burns excuse me I always kind of stutter on his name for some reason but Gilbert Burns um he he's a really dangerous fighter in the fact that. Uh, he's so well-rounded when it comes to all aspects of mixed martial arts and specifically for his uh, most recent fights We've seen him have phenomenal performances through his accurate through the accuracy of his strikes he's the type of fighter who um kind of he knows uh, how his, how his shots are going to play out in his in his mind and once he delivers those shots they're just so accurate and they're delivered uh, with the right amount of power so that uh they're they're just so effective against his opponents and that's why he's mostly been successful Um, In in his fights. And uh, talk about Gilbert Burns. And again, I don't want to spend too much time uh, talking about Gilbert Burns. Because, you know, now the fight is against Masvidal. But uh, I think it's important because um, as Kamaru Usman. Well, of course, Kamaru Usman. He too is a very, 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 very well-rounded fighter. But uh, I feel like um, the way that he would train against Gilbert Burns was definitely going to be different than how he's now supposed to adjust and adapt his training style against Masvidal. And that is because I feel like uh, Kamaru Usman, he, if he were to face Gilbert, he would have had to have um, a, a really strong defensive game plan in mind, especially when it came to um, uh, his opponent striking against him. Uh, but also maybe i'm assuming because of the fact that um uh, gilbert burns would possess such uh, such high level striking abilities Uh, perhaps Kamaru Usman was planning on executing a little bit of his wrestling uh, wrestling game that's obviously his forte and uh, you know when your opponent is uh, really really good uh, when when he's striking with you then you probably want to do something different with them so that you neutralize everything that he's He's throwing towards you So what's the next move Well perhaps wrestling Not to say it's the only option But it it is a plausible um, Defense uh, plan If I should put it that way So uh, say wrestling uh, Wrestling and uh, defensive striking Was Kamaru Usman's previous plan When he thought he was going to face Gilbert Burns But things are different now Because uh, he's now supposed to be fighting Uh, masvidal and masvidal we all know from his previous fights he is indeed a brawler and i say that because even if he is hurt in a fight he just keeps on coming forward and he's not the type of fighter okay there are two things that that make jorge masvidal the the person and the great fighter that he is right now and those are like i said the fact that he is a brawler so that he will just keep pushing forward. He will keep coming forward and forward and forward. He does not get tired, even if he does get injured. He will He will still keep on coming forward. He does not care. That's just the mentality that he possesses, and because of that, like he might not necessarily possess uh, a. Phenomenal athletic skills He might not have 100% Power when he's delivering His strikes or say if he's shooting For takedowns he's not necessarily The strongest athlete out There but um, something that I do praise him uh, 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 This entire time I've always um, thought of him So greatly because of this very uh, Quality of his And that is the fact that okay, You know this is all you have But you just keep pushing forward um, uh, you, you, you try to, uh, make up for, for the fact that you might not necessarily have that, that you know, as much power as your opponent, but you, you just have to make up for it through, uh, throwing a great volume of shots or just not giving your opponent the opportunity to, to take a break or, uh, you know, even breathe for a second. So that's why Jorge Masvidal, I would actually argue is even a more, uh, dangerous opponent now for Kamaru Usman. I don't want to say that he he fights like a zombie because again that comes with its own negative connotations but I I I hope you get what I mean by that and uh, that is because like I said even if he does get hurt super bad he's not the type to to step back and you know wave the white flag so to speak he will just keep coming forward until the last uh, uh the last bell is rung and the fight is officially over that's just the type of fighter and brawler Jorge Masvidal is so, uh, like I said, things are going to get a little bit, would, would perhaps get a little bit challenging for Kamaru Usman. Mm, although, I would actually argue that he is uh, in, in a physical advantage because he has been training for a longer time, uh, like uh, seriously training for a longer time compared to Jorge Masvidal, who's taking the fight on such short notice. Uh, but still, um, you, could be, you could be training for so, so long. And your opponent might do something absolutely out of scope in the fight towards you. And you're just thrown off guard and you don't know what to do. Um, so hopefully Kamaru Usman actually realizes that. And uh, doesn't really underestimate Jorge Masvidal. Because like I said, Masvidal is that type of guy. He's the type of guy that does not get tired and if you do underestimate him, he's going to throw the most unorthodox and the most un- un- unpredictable thing towards you so that you're like, where did that even come from? And the next thing you know, the fight is over in favor of hospital. So yes, my number one advice to Kamar Usman is to do not take Masvidal, uh, uh, uh d- Please do take him seriously. Do not underestimate him. That's, that's what I wanted to say. And uh, actually, interestingly enough, I would say whatever he he plans on uh, doing against Gilbert Burns, he could probably execute 90 percent of his game plan now towards Jorge Masvidal. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that he needs to completely readjust his game plan. Uh, but, uh, okay, what would you do when you're fighting against someone who's just con- consistently coming towards you like a bulldozer, honestly? What do you, what do you do against someone like that? Do you wait around and wait for them to gas out and then you start throwing your shots? Well, definitely not. That is something that I would never recommend Kamaru Usman doing. Instead, actually, I would I would um I know it's really energy consuming and re- it might get him really really exhausted, especially because this is a five five-rounded fight. It is I know it's going to be tough. However, what do you do when someone, uh, someone is just coming towards you consistently, like no breaks at all? Okay, uh, what are you doing as such a person? Well, you have to uh, do the exact same things, but at at a higher level. So uh, I know again, it's not an easy fight for Kamar Usman, but he needs to fight Masvidal like how uh, like how Masvidal is fighting against against him except at 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 a tiny bit higher level if that makes sense so that if, if he's not able to completely finish Masvidal he is at least able to secure a decision win for himself now I know I, I, I said all those things and I, I if I haven't already declared I'm a huge fan of Jorge Masvidal so I guess it is no surprise to anybody that I, I'm actually rooting for him in this fight and I know everything I said was like okay this is what Kamaru Usman needs to do to win this fight uh but uh deep down in my heart I really do want Masvidal to win I would be really genuinely happy for Masvidal to win but hey if Kamaru Usman also wins this fight but wins it in a very fair manner I'll also be um, cheering for him of course uh, he, he as well comes from a, uh, a, a very rough background and uh, I, I know for a fact how, how hard he he as well has worked to, to get to where he is right now Kamaru Usman um, he's a very hard working fighter but uh, on the other hand you also have uh, you know and since we're talking about background stories now uh, on the other hand you also have this like I said I've, I've said this for a hundred times now but Jorge Masvidal is indeed a brawler And we all know him from uh, back in the day when he used to fight in people's backyards for for Kimbo Slice and his uh, somewhat like uh, semi-organized street fighting uh, thing. Uh, But that's how he initially got started in in the fighting business and in MMA. Um, He's been in the game for over a decade now, for more than 15 years, I would say. Uh, But, you know, because of all those things that he did initially when he was just getting started, um, that is one of the main reasons why he is where he is right now and why he possesses that that don't don't really give a give a hoot about um, anything else but to go in and just keep uh, keep putting so much pressure on his opponent until he is declared the winner. So we can't really help but, um, you know, honestly cheer for both guys now that they said it, although, uh, you know, uh, we we are rooting for Mospital, But also, I'm really interested to see how Kamaru Usman is going to be fighting in this particular fight, how he's going to um, neutralize all the things that, uh, you know, that constant pressure that is going to be put on him by Jorge Mospital, how he's going to battle and combat that. And like I said, I'm not gonna be bitter if Usman wins this fight as well. I mean, after all, he's been training for so long, and uh, I feel like there's so much pressure on pressure on him right now because it, everybody expects him to to perform really well because he's he's had that uh, advantage of training for an appropriate amount of time uh, you know as opposed to hospitals. so i feel like he has more pressure pressure on him when it comes to that aspect of it but uh, again like i said if he wins if usman wins i'm not gonna be better uh, i'm still gonna be uh, cheering for him I'm gonna appreciate um everything that um uh, that he's done so far for the sport and like i said if he if, if it is a Fair and square performance I mean of course you have to applaud the guy Why not? So, yes, uh, that is going to be our main event of the evening. Uh, like always, you guys already know I talk so much. I don't know how, how long I, t- <laughs> I managed to talk about that one bout, but uh, I think we're going to have just enough time to, to talk about the co-main event of the evening as well. So, uh, Alexander Volkanovsky, uh, he's going to be fighting off against Max Holloway. So we all know that uh, Max Holloway, when he initially fought Volkanovski, he was a champion. And uh, Volkanovski was just so good that, uh, I mean, personally, if you do go back, like, I don't know, like 50 episodes back or whatever it was, uh, you, you, can, you can probably find records of me saying that I, I, I just figured out that Max Holloway was going to win the fight, blah, blah, blah. See, that's what we all thought because that's how dominating Max Holloway had been for his uh, past fights, for his past, like, 10 fights. That's how dominant it was. Uh, However, you know, this is just a game. This is just the combat sports and the MMA game. You have one guy just completely dominating, uh, uh, just ruling, honestly, reigning over a certain uh, weight division. And the next thing you know, a new guy comes and he beats the guy who's been dominant for so long it's just part of the game and this is why we have so much growth in the sport like if we if we had uh just one one person in the division like that uh, just ruling over everybody and uh, completely dominating over everybody that would be a little bit boring i have to admit But uh, because of this very fact, this is why our our sport is um, evolving so fast. And uh, this is why uh, the sport is so exciting to watch. Like you never really know what's going to happen next. So yes, Volkanovski initially beat uh, Max Holloway when he uh, fought him for the first time. So yes, he is now the featherweight champion. And I I I don't think that Max Holloway has had any other fights ever since his loss against Volkanovski. So this is indeed going to be a very exciting fight because we've already seen Volkanovski um put on such a great performance, such a great dominating performance against that against his f- uh, first fight against well so many against but uh, in that fight with uh, Holloway. Now, the question is, has Holloway worked on his weaknesses thus far so that he actually comes out on Saturday night and does uh, does all the things that he didn't do in their first fight? And by that, I mean, um, you know, in the first fight, Holloway thought that he was, he was going to be successful just striking uh, with Volkanovski from a distance, from a longer-than-usual range. Um, however, that uh, that wasn't really successful because. Volkanovski not only was he a successful puncher but he also threw really really nasty kicks leg kicks so that was one of the main reasons why uh, Max Holloway was initially slowed down and um, he eventually lost that fight so it'll be interesting to see how Max Holloway has adapted his game plan and whether or not we're gonna be seeing a different result this time around in the rematch between Volkanovski and Max Holloway But oh man, you guys already know, again, I talk so much. So unfortunately, we're not going to have time to talk about all the other fights that I initially mentioned that are going to be featured on the main card of UFC 251. But as always, I would definitely recommend everybody to please watch the fights. You will not be disappointed. Uh, it, it is going to be a blast, trust me. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm just so excited. I'm, I'm really curious to see what is going to happen with, with regards to the uh, results of all the fights that are going to be on this card, especially the main event of the evening. All right, I'm just looking at the clock right now, everybody. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for this week. You guys already know. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with our previous episodes. And you can also go to Spotify and iTunes to catch up with previous episodes as well. And until next time, it's your girl Janan right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.